0: and now for something completely different hi welcome to the future remember no guts no galaxy all right hey everyone welcome to the no guts no galaxy podcast 152 we are your host phil and darren today is december fourteenth, two 2016 and i'd like to first say i'm glad you're feeling better mama bear how you doing man
1: I'm doing much better, Uh, way, way, way better than last week. Um, Yeah, I did get the Metcon sickness or plague or whatever that was going around. But it is now, like you just said, halfway through December. I can't believe how fast time freaking flies by. Yeah, most out, dude.
0: And, uh, you know, obviously, I I had a big task. It was actually quite strange, by the way, recording an entire podcast without you. Because, like, I just had to keep talking because there's no one to 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 stop me so yeah I don't I don't
1: know you as somebody who has a a problem just talking so it seems like a natural fit to me
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh it's good to have you back man I'm glad you're feeling better yeah I mean just just a moment um people didn't really get to to ask you I guess or to hear your little like experience can you sum your experience of Metcon in like a few words
1: put me on the spot a few words no No, there's no way here's my summary of metcon right here (laughs) (laughs) the picture that some people saw um no i don't i don't know man it was just an amazing experience what i told everybody here's my summary of metcon um you know we did the launch party in san francisco we did the steam launch party last year and we did the uh metcon this year and it's just gotten better and better and better And my feeling is like it's a family reunion. It's I feel like every year now we're getting back together with, uh, you know, our friends at PGI, obviously, but the community and it's growing and seeing, you know, seeing George for the first time. It's it was overwhelming and I can't sum it up in a few words, Um, but I also don't want to take up this whole podcast again, uh, reviewing Metcon, but I had an amazing time. Uh, super happy to meet everybody that I did get to hang out with wish that I had more time to spend with individuals uh, at Metcon and hopefully next year we'll we'll fix that and, and actually arrange it so that you and I can have some sit down time with people and uh, you know get to know them better because like you mentioned people just went so far out of their way spent so much money to be there um, but that was the highlight for me definitely was a community
0: it is a good picture. For those that uh, don't
1: know, we'll we'll make sure to include the link Sue somewhere. For that picture, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Speak of which, the photographer, yeah, Zoof himself. But yeah, man. Um, it's good to have you back. Obviously, we've got another week. Uh, you know, on top of that. Um, but before we get into like what's going on, in MWO, I'm just gonna say, it's it's here. I don't. Are you? Are you like? I'm. I'm just gonna. I, I know that you're on a slight delay. You can't see this, but I'm already wearing the T-shirt.
1: I'm, I'm going to wait for it. I'm, I'm super excited.
0: It. I mean, you'd be, you know, you'd be, yeah.
1: yeah. I have no idea so. what you're talking about. You're talking about a t-shirt. It's Rogue here. One, man. Oh, Jesus. Dead.
0: How much do I have to spell it out for Dude, you? Dude,
1: in, yeah. In my head, I'm thinking the Battletech uh, closed beta is going to be here around the corner. I'm thinking uh, the announcement for <laughs> MechWarrior 5. I was not thinking Rogue One.
0: Uh, so Rogue One. anyway. Super and t- by the I, way,
1: Millennium Falcon is probably not in Rogue One. but just You anyway. never know. You never know. <laughs> I mean... I got a new Millennium Falcon. Speaking of shirts, by the way, real quick. This shirt just arrived today. And let me just point out real quick what it is. Yeah. I shouldn't say it arrived today. It arrived yesterday. I'm wearing it for the first time today. I or I created and ordered this shirt specifically for Metcon. Because obviously it's an inside joke for the comp scene and, and you know, the people that were participating uh, in the the, the tournament i got it yesterday i don't know it i guess it just wasn't meant to be yeah so oh yeah and somebody did just point out r.i.p bruce piranha. bruce, bruce Prana is gone oh, no longer with us yeah so let's, he was looking so good when we were let, up there let's have one one hundredth of a second of silence for bruce please all right that's enough so hopefully i i asked are we going to get a new prana uh no word yet that was an old piranha. 16 years, man. That thing has been with them since the beginning, the inception of PGI.
0: He was well fed. Let's just put it that way. He was, you know.
1: Where, where did uh, Nico go? Mm, we don't know for sure. He, he had a good life. So, yeah,
0: Rogue One, dude, super excited. actually might, me and yeah, my wife might be Rogue able one. to see it this Friday in uh, my buddy uh, Tay. His company rented at a theater, like a, one of the theaters, and uh, we might be able to go. So, cross my fingers. We'll find out tomorrow um but uh that way we don't have to beat the crowds or any of that and we can go watch so super excited i just wanted to get that off my chest it's it's here
1: you just wanted to rub it in you're going for free i don't even know when i'm going not, probably no, not
0: even for fr- i will pay it's just the fact that i don't have to deal with like the lines or the crowds and uh,
1: so i want to it's going to be a couple of weeks before i see it so it's going to be that whole you know avoiding basically the internet for two weeks because of spoilers <laughs> Uh, I don't like going to crowd, crowded uh, theaters anymore. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be during the week and it'll probably be a week for, or two from now. But absolutely fucking excited. Um, you know, I saw somebody tweet that they haven't been this excited about a movie since episode four. So the original Star Wars. And I kind of have that same feeling with this. I mean, it obviously harkens back to the the old look and style or whatever. But I am super excited about this, maybe even more than Episode 7, because I'm sitting here trying to do the math of the episodes in my head. All I can say is, fuck you, uh, Episodes 1 through 3. But anyway, because they mess up all my... They're not real. I know. And they mess up all my... (laughs) Just, you know... Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I was totally obviously looking forward to Episode 7 because, you know, Han and and Chewie and, and the Millennium Falcon and so forth. But kind of a similar story. We've been there, seen that, done that, or whatever i'm really looking forward to this because it's a new story you know even though it yep. takes place within an old story or before a sequel, one whatever. one
0: sentence yeah on one sentence basically entire...
1: but yeah dude i'm totally totally looking forward to it rogue one without a doubt um so
0: yeah so there's so there's that and that's that's pretty much on my mind for this week that's that's all i've got and uh that'll be the podcast guys so uh no See ya.
1: Um, We're gonna go get in line for Rogue One. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was gonna talk a little bit about Westworld season one on TV, but you know what? Meh. It was it was an okay show. I'm still gonna watch it, but not really a lot to talk about. Um, uh, as far as TV for me, uh, unless there is for you.
0: No, no, yeah. No. Actually, I don't have TV. Well, technically, well, you know, Netflix and so forth. Yeah, but yeah,
1: no. Um, um I have been reading
0: a book. Okay. Uh, what book? Actually, it's not in here. It's next. It's on uh, my uh, bedstand. Uh, uh Dune. Um, the oh, yeah. second. Uh, the second one. Um, Worms and spice. Yeah. So
1: And everything nice.
0: For those that read the first Dune, it's obviously a classic. By the way, uh, so I've read somewhere. Someone bought the rice. R- not rights. Rights recently, possibly for a new movie. And I know that's been. I don't know. So let's just cross our fingers because that 80s version, man, is like yeah what i <laughs> it's like i was just i was talking about this on it's uh, a classic uh, you can't it's, it's like like a classic watching but... the original tron great yeah. story and i know at its time it was like mind-blowing but when you watch it it had and watch sting new, in it man it had sting when you watch the new one like to me the new one it, it, like the visuals just are amazing anyways Yeah. And uh, but uh, yeah. So no, I've been reading the uh, um, the second Dune book, and it's a little bit different. Um, Yeah, it's. I don't want like. Can we talk about spoilers? You know, the
1: book's been out for a few years. I think you can mention it.
0: Well, it's it's just.
1: All right. For those of you who don't want to know the spoiler to the second book of the Dune series, close your ears right now.
0: Well, not not even to the second, but it's just the fact of like the entire mythos around like paul and and basically what happens is it like spurs its own religious sort of cults and they go on like a, a total jihad and like purge the freaking universe and they're just like killing billions and billions of people and he never wanted that anyways uh, uh, sometimes that book the word it's used it's like this it's like trying to explain this like and it's like un. I don't know how to describe it. Like sometimes it like Phil just is feels speechless. like he's just, it's like he's just throwing words to make it sound <laughs> you know, like over the top more than it is, and it's like trying to describe uh, that this. cracks me up. It's it's a little crazy, but uh I, I'm enjoying the book.
1: Good to hear. I just finished yesterday or last night, uh The Price of Glory. So that's the third yeah, the third book in the uh the Grey Death Legion trilogy. Like- um uh, by William glory. Keith. Yeah, so did I. I loved it. As a matter of fact, um, I liked all three. Probably the first and the third the best. Um, Mercenary Star. Was... You didn't
0: like the second. On no, I,
1: I, I no, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I'm just saying, I liked the first and the third the best. The whole series. I've I've read all three 20 times. You know. So, um, but anyway, jumping into the Warrior Trilogy. Just started that this morning. Uh, another trilogy that I love. Absolutely freaking love. You know, um, so, if there was a
0: if there was gonna be a BattleTech movie, I think they should the, do the
1: Warrior trilogy, right? No, no, or no, no. You're thinking Great Death, Great Death.
0: I, like obviously, like the whole. All of
1: them are good, dude. All of the <laughs> Warrior like, would be great too. But yeah, you're you're right. The...
0: I, f- I feel like the, se- the I really like the second one. They're on a you know they they get caught up in this again. Game... I wasn't saying I didn't like. It. No, 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 no. I'm ju- I'm just saying like I I just I feel like that entire trilogy.
1: Talk about overwhelming odds, right? The second yeah, one. I well, mean, oh, not, my God.
0: No, yeah, I mean, not to mention that, but just sort of captures the nitty and gritty of like where you have this, especially on like the the first book, you have this total clash of technologies, right? You've got the planet and and this sort of rundown state of, uh, you know, the uh, Threl, uh, Thel, Thel-1. Uh, anyways, and just... Right. And it talks about how it used to have a dome and it's all like worn out and through the years. And the, but then you have these no, that was mechs the that, first one that was. Well, oh, no, no, I know. And then and then you okay. have these battle mechs that are like super sophisticated and you have this yeah. unit that's, you know, uh,
1: huge it's just, discrepancies it's a, between it's a
0: clash of like right. cultures, if you will, in some sense in the Battletech universe where you have, you know, the, I guess up to date. You know, and then you have these, like, border worlds that have just been left out for... The only thing that keeps them is trade of, like, spices and certain things. That's the only thing that really spice keeps them Spice and worms.
1: City. Spice and worms. But which is the whole point of the third novel, which is, you know, finding the, the library and and, yep. and basically uh, getting that knowledge back out to the universe and humanity. Dude,
0: millions of people get killed like that. that just dude, to put the blame on... Yeah stuff like that dude
1: always fucks me up like i just can't wrap my head around like we're just one planet right now planet earth you know here and now and and so but you've got all these earths or whatever home planets throughout the galaxy you know in the year 3000 plus or whatever and yeah just destroying millions and millions of people in an instant for some stupid political thing yeah i i always have a really hard time with that it's 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 uh it's crazy yeah,
0: so really good books. I like the, you know, someone. Yep. That's why anybody asks like, where should I start reading the BattleTech books? I always say Decision at Thunder Rift, and then I mean because it just sort of falls in line of you read that, you read the second, and you read the third, at least of that trilogy. Um, I usually I don't recommend the first novel, uh, Sword and the Dagger. Um, it's got good pertinent information for backstory. But the author and how it was written—I think we sort of mentioned this when we were talking to Randall Bills. It was horrible. Uh Like you, there's parts in the book you just—you're like, what? Like that doesn't even—but it was,
1: yeah. I would like to point out that you can go to store.catalystgamelabs.com and you can get uh, a lot of the the novels. They're being uh, converted to e-book format, etc. Um, Or you can get them on your Kindle um yeah i couldn't get uh what book were you just talking about what's uh, sword of it? It? the sword and the dagger yeah yeah i couldn't get that couldn't find it so that's only in like you know ridiculous paperback off. prices well i still wanted to read it i had a hard copy long time ago don't have it anymore i was still going to read it just for the story because that backstory actually yeah. is it does that whole plot well, does come up later on
0: spoiler alert yeah take a moment earmuffs uh I mean literally, I mean it could have been the entire inner sphere could've been changed because of the
1: doppelganger. So like if it wasn't so for politically, his best friend, yeah, so it's a big it's a big story plot line, etc. Um, so that's why I wanted to read it again. But since I it's not available digitally right now, I'm moving on to the Warrior trilogy, which I love. I love reading it every time, just like I do all these books. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get into the podcast.
0: And by the way, the author... Yeah, this is the only book he ever did was Ardath Mayhar.
1: Do you have it in yes, hand? Yes, right
0: here. here. I, I just, I think. You son it. of a bitch. Right here. Um, Like I said, pertinent information, but especially if you read any book that has some semblance of grammar and like, you know, uh, anyways, this, this is, it's a struggle to read, but it's good information. Uh, so yeah, there's that. All right, so we're going to focus. It's homework, read it. By the way, once you do decide, and if you do decide to read Decision at Thunder Rift, follow up with the the next two novels, and then usually what I'd recommend is continue down that chronological list, but if you want to jump ahead a bit, I would say the Blood of Kerensky trilogy. Um,
1: Abso-freaking-lutely. You're
0: going to say Warrior Trilogy, which I agree, I think that's good as well. No, Blood of
1: Kerensky is freaking awesome too, man. Uh, And that's... So there's, there's there's a lot of them. I would I would do uh the the Great Death Legion trilogy. I'd do the Warrior trilogy. I'd do the Blood of Kerensky trilogy. There's all kinds of standalone books. There's so many to read, and I'm going. You know, I'm starting at the beginning. I'm going through them all again. Uh, would definitely recommend jumping into them if you have any sort of interest in the BattleTech universe whatsoever. Uh, it's cool. Um, anyway, but yeah, we are going to get into today's topic, which is the patch December thirteenth. That was yesterday. We're already a day past the patch. Um, And let me drop the link into chat. But you want to take us into the beginning of the patch notes?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, we have the faction play. Now, personally, I haven't been able to experience it. We had issues in faction play yesterday. It's already been... um, Or there's a hotfix coming tomorrow with some additions, but...
1: I did have some experience. I dropped with aces a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, yay. I mean, so... We took a united front, so instead of like a multiple fronts happening, you basically have clan versus IS, and then on special occasions. Well, let, will, let's let's go know.
1: point by point. So yeah, the first thing is the unified front, and this is actually huge. This is what is reducing the queues and the buckets well, and is this all important? that terminology.
0: It's because queue times, right? man. Queue time, right? Buckets, finding matches, buckets.
1: finding people that are playing. I mean, a huge complaint was getting in there and not being able to find opponents in time, having to wait 20, 30 minutes or whatever. So this creates uh, a unified front. All okay. the uh, Inner Sphere units or, or, or houses are working together, working together. to gotcha. fight all the clans. Uh, and they create this kind of tug of war over the systems or whatever. Um, now, you can still stay in. Your, your your steel can stay a part of your faction. It doesn't mean that everybody is just one blob of Inner Sphere. I mean, they are technically, as far as the map and the... Uh, the gameplay goes, but you're still representing or whatever. And that was so an important thing so for me. Loyalty. You're, yeah, there's loyalty. There's loyalty, yeah. So you can still represent your favorite house or your clans or whatever. Um, and so that was big. That was huge. That's the first step, and we'll get to that, uh, for the changes that are coming to faction play. And this is, of course, Phase 4. Uh, it's being called 4.1. Um, so that was the first thing, Unified Front. The second one, and this was... Uh, <laughs> it took a little work, right? But uh, the Long Tom, Artillery, gone. Yep. Gone. not not just edited or modified or nerfed or whatever it is gone and i don't think replaced. anybody
0: won it like after those initial talks so every every single person ex- that play every single time i talked to them they're like it needs to go away it was like an instant game changer when it got brought in yeah and now it's been replaced by like a radar jammer like ecm right
1: yes absolutely Um, so yeah, that was a big deal. It's, it's got the radar jammer in there. I didn't get to experience that per se or wasn't paying attention. So, um, obviously,
0: and, and again, I feel like I need to play it. We need to play it. Yeah. Last night I stuck to, to group drops and quick play. So this is just sort of going over quickly. I will give a report back. Yeah. Well,
1: first of all, the patch notes are insanely long and I recommend (laughs) go read it because we're, we're only, we're going to brush through these things real quick um and there's in-depth information on everything and there's more than even what we're going to talk about there's so much that happened in the patch um but obviously replacement a long time the next one is the integration this is big too the integration of quick play game modes into faction play as well as the maps so now there's a lot more variety in uh faction play um and this i've been hearing nothing but positive uh your thoughts i'm
0: interested to see how and again um How they handle the ability to spawn camp. Now, I know they're extending from 15 minutes to like 20 minutes. I think that's happening in the quick fix tomorrow as well. So by the time you're listening to this, it may have already been changed. But, uh, you know, how is IS versus clan 12v12 on Canyon Network? Uh, You will have completely different strategies uh, for every single one. So that'll
1: be that'll be interesting. Yes, indeed. And also... If you want an a, you know an easy to watch overview of the patch, there it is right there. It's Kaniyoshi's patch overview. Drop that link into chat as well, so that's another way you can kind of wrap your head around all the uh, the features in this patch. So yes, uh, we just covered the quick play game modes, and then the next one is, and this goes along with uh, the unified front thing, InterSphere versus clans. There's new support for special faction play events. What are faction play events? um they can be events that are house versus house they can be clan versus clan or they can be specific house versus specific clan um so it's basically the system is set up to do these special events and a lot of people wanted that as well which is cool it you know it adds to the lore and the immersion
0: well and then i think what they can again a weekend event or something to where maybe a specific planet is under contest where it could actually switch hands now you can do that and it also break up i guess monotony maybe uh, just ice versus clan you throw yeah. something in there as well no it's,
1: it's a twist it's it, again it's just adding variety which i think there was a lot of variety added is you know adding the 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 quick play maps and modes um so i think there was a big shake up with faction play um but again this was just the first step and this is what you know this is I think this is Russ's statement or I got it from the faction notes. But anyway, Russ has said it several times, which. Oh, but before I get into this, the other thing that changed as far as the bullet is off. That's why I was confused. There's a tonnage change as well. Uh, The tonnage limit now for IS has been changed to 265. Clans are 250, obviously um, trying to maintain some balance there. Can you speak on that at all?
0: As far as the tonnage, no. Yeah, the tonnage um, and,
1: and balancing. What it, When the skill trees come out and so forth, do you expect that to change, stay the same, don't know?
0: I mean, I it's hard to say because it's a little bit different to... to anytime you have tonnage, right, you're sacrificing potentially uh, balance in the regards of just min-max. Like, is there just a better combination of max for clans at 250 tons than there is for IS at 250 tons? I mean, really, that's what you're going to, you know it boils down to now with the skill tree changes that we're talking about what may happen and is going to happen, I guess I should say is it gives you a better idea of where balance between clan and IS is. So you can make those baseline changes and you can see that sort of that, that gap get bridged a bit, but I don't know. As far as the tonnage system, I mean, it's a lot simpler, I guess, than having some type of uh weight class system or this or that, but at heart, it's always going to be very difficult um, to have a one to one ratio, I think, just with clan versus is because seventy five to seventy five are clan and is, uh, you know, equal uh, eighty five, eighty five, hundred, a hundred. So,
1: well, that's, I think that's a difficulty. I think you, 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 you know, you said it. We both need to do more faction play uh, drops, and maybe we can touch on it on the next podcast when we've got some experience under our belt. But the main point that I wanted to get to um, was that this is only the first. future updates and improvements uh, planned for faction play in 2017 you know obviously this came out december but um you know this is when we had the last round table we knew we were limited to what we could do and the focus was reducing the queue times uh and making faction play more accessible
0: can can we just have a real moment here i mean the the reality of it is, is and russ even said this is You've got so many different you have people that want one thing and you have people that want another. And the problem is, is, like, how, where do you see a common ground, right? And we've, me and you have talked about this specifically, which is you have people that want the hardcore logistics aspects of like MBT, you want people that only want group play, you want organized matches kicking off, blah, blah. blah. And then on the other hand, you have, you know, casual players that want to experience uh, this as well. And then all, that happens in between. So he's even said, maybe just maybe this gets CW to the point where, Hey, we can now focus on, you know, a few other things, you know, and he's mentioned a few things like gay modes and stuff that would be well, outside. It's getting,
1: yeah. The next step is really, this was kind of the infrastructure. This update was mostly about infrastructure. The next step is kind of more the fun stuff. What makes, Uh, Faction play engaging uh, and and a challenge and different and so forth. So, uh, again, it's the beginning uh, with more to follow. And, you know, I've had a lot of community members coming uh, to me privately since uh, we returned from Metcon asking, you know, what's the timetable? What's the time frame? When is this next step going to happen? The next roundtable, cetera. I can't be specific because it's the holidays. We're already halfway through December. People are leaving the office already. Um, But what we're going to try to do, and this is just a goal, is get a podcast of some sort with Russ kind of touching on what can happen with the next round of Faction Play updates. Um, And this would be a pre-roundtable podcast where he just kind of lays it out. These are some things that we can do uh, in reality, you know, for a, for a, a timely update or whatever. So maybe next week, uh again difficult but i mean even even then
0: i don't see anything happening nothing's happening i'm just saying it's it's, it's just a discussion i mean and then because the next time
1: yeah of course and then the next step would be um again the community taking this information that we get from russ what is possible what can we what should we look towards as far as this next step and the community kind of having their own pre-roundtable roundtable coming to a consensus you know, forming their thoughts, bullet points, et cetera, just like we did last time so that they can be well spoken when they come to Russ at the official roundtable. Um, it can be presented in a way that is easy to understand and we can actually get some traction and, and make some changes based on that. All of this, I would love to have happen by the end of January. In other words, have the podcast, have the community roundtable, and then have the official roundtable by the end of January. This doesn't mean changes are happening by the end of January. It's just these discussions. So that is our goal. Whether it happens in that time frame or not is dependent on the holidays well, and people's availability.
0: And I, and I think this is sort of, a, I guess, a good time for 4.1 to come out anyways, because everyone, I mean, if you're in college... you're probably already on break right and people are going on holiday anyways so it's one of those where a lot of people can get time on target and you know the question i've already sort of uh, we're sort of getting sidetracked here but uh, you know how how are the changes being received patch is happening tomorrow that fixes some of the stuff so again i'm going to dive into it personally check it out Um, but you know is this something that the community can say you know what the changes are net positive. There are some issues that we see, maybe some quick fixes, but in general, we can be, I guess, entertained for a while uh, and until maybe some. Well, some at of least those changes it gives us something
1: in. that's playable. You know, I mean, like people were just dropping and getting ma- uh, matches. It was you know five minutes or whatever, and we were getting into matches. So I think it's playable now. Um, there's a lot of changes that are really cool. You need to check them out. All the you know basically everything that we went over. But anyway future changes 4.2 4.3 whatever as far as faction play are coming it's not you know uh soon trademark or whatever it is hit the ground running hopefully we'll get a podcast in with russ before the end of the month but if not we're going to get as much stuff done in january as possible move forward keep making faction play better until we reach some sort of consensus that it is at a good state and it's not there right now and
0: to be fair and i think that's the that's the hardest thing to do is I think there are some people that just will never like it, uh, for, you know, their reasons. And I, and that's where I feel like the community can step in and you do have outside Absolutely. leagues and stuff like that as well. So Absolutely. And that may not be the best answer, but that's just the reality. Cause I mean, it's, it's such a huge undertaking. Um,
1: speaking of the holidays though, this is going to be a quick, uh, tangent because Malgus Kerensky is asking the important MWO question is where Der- Darren stream, the candy cane mech during the holidays again. The answer is, I already have been. Um, I have been for quite a while. I've been out there just dropping uh, random battles, mostly um, solo. And if you kill me, uh, you're getting a dev kill medallion in 500 MC. Uh, so, And I've given them out to probably a dozen people or whatever over the last couple of weeks. Um, like the and, Mech
0: Oprah, you know? Well,
1: like. and, and I'm going to be doing this a lot through the holidays. I'm going to be out there giving as much stuff away as possible, having fun with you guys. I love doing it. Um And, uh, but the funny thing is there's people out there that just don't believe that it's real. They're like in, in chat, they're going, you know, fuck you. This is bullshit. You're, you're lying. You're full of it or whatever. They don't really think that I'm doing this. And, and so there's been at least a half a dozen people who could have gotten a dev kill medallion and 500 MC, uh, if they had just followed my simple rules for getting them. So if you see me out there and you see me post my little message in game, it is true. I'm giving that stuff away. So, so come when, hunt me. when
0: someone kills you, they're supposed to contact you via in game, yes. right? They have to you. they
1: have to message me, you know, friend me and then message me in game after the match and then I hook them up with the code and uh get them the medallion. But uh There you have it. Yeah, it's it's so it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to the holidays and playing with you guys. Uh but that is the end of the tangent. Or the, All right, the, so, the sidetrack.
0: And then on the next we have the new escort game mode. Um let me read this of, just
1: real quick, and then you give me your opinion you gonna on
0: it. Are you going to read the entire patch notes? Is that what you're doing right now? Pretty
1: much. Uh, just to let everybody know, because maybe some people haven't checked it out yet. Escort is a brand new asymmetric game mode for quick play. Teams are assigned to the role of either the attacker or the defender with separate objectives and win conditions for each side. The defenders must ensure that the AI-controlled Atlas VIP reaches its destination at the extraction zone in time for extraction. The attackers must do whatever they can to stop the defenders from achieving this goal. Um, so, what do you think so far? Oh,
0: sorry, I, I, I was just, I was in an entrance, you know. Oh, were you? Okay, well then yeah. I'll finish.
1: Support towers. Each map contains an array of capturable support towers. At the start of an escort match, all of these support towers are under control of the defending team. To capture a support tower, a mech must stand within its capture radius 30 meters by default and there's also defense turrets each map contains an array of defense turrets up to a maximum of 9 per map depending on the size of the map i'm assuming these turrets will aid the defenders by attacking enemy forces within their radius now that's all i'm going to read as far as escort game mode um there's a lot of i think uh a lot of opinions yeah and, and like a lot of pre experience uh, opinions about what this game mode was going to be like so i'm not going to say my opinion i want to just hear you your what are your experiences what are your opinion so of the new I escort to, game mode
0: i got to play um three or four defending last night and one attacking um the one thing right off the bat is that if you're defending it's actually better to be the aggressor and you go find, and the nice thing is you're supported by those sensor towers and, and ECM and all that. So you 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 know where they're coming from. So the, the nice thing is they don't know where you're at and they don't know where your VIP is at. And your VIP has ECM because he's an Atlas DDC. So to me and my guys that I was dropping with, um, it was better to be the aggressor while maintaining at least one or two mechs near the VIP at all times because what we quickly found out is VIP will just fucking, oh, look, whirl. And just, <laughs> it'll just turn and go like, and again, it is AI controlled. I think, you know, from point A to point B, I don't know if it's like the, the lesser, like there's enemy forces, so he just goes the other direction or goes towards. It, all I know is that last night, it was fun. Now, whether or not it'll be fun in a week or two, I can't say. But what I will say is that it kept us on our toes and it made for some interesting matches, specifically the one on Crimson Straits where VIP decided, oh, I'm going to go left, which it was away from the enemies. He went up the saddle. The enemies had turned around and went underneath the platform and VIP said, you know what? I've got to get from point A to point B and the enemy team's my way. I'm just going to go. And it was like, well, protect the VIP. And like, literally, it was like, oh, shit, we're probably going to lose because this dude's crazy. And then I just want to point out someone made an, an amazing comment on our, the YouTube uh, uh, section on this video. The combination of the original Mech Commander mission when you have to escort the Atlas. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so it. The, the escorting Atlas pilot how dummy is in this and then this you need anyways it was quite enjoyable i i don't know what a tip like. of the
1: hat to mech commander i guess it was
0: i i don't know uh, to me there's a few things pop in i i think it'd be great if the atlas actually engaged uh you know with weapons i think that would be great um i don't know if that's something that's uh down the road maybe and maybe it's just right now it's a technical or or ai or something like that i do think that would be fantastic uh so it adds a little bit more strength to um, the, the sort of defending him. Uh, two. Um, maybe quite possibly they could tie it into uh being able to, uh, I don't know who. Maybe it'd be the the company commander or whatever to help sort of choose the routes. Maybe you can sort of plan routes when you hit B and, and pull that up. They could, you know, something like uh Battlefield Two, right? The commander sort of role, like someone. Uh, so, so maybe it helps plan. Like, oh shit, the enemies are coming over here. Tell them to go. Um, there, so there are some things. Maybe there's multiple mechs. I know some people were tossing out that idea to where it's not just one VIP, it's maybe a, a few. Um, but overall, my experience when defending was enjoyable, sometimes a little bit hectic. Attacking, uh, we killed the VIP right off the bat, but it was because they weren't paying attention to where he was going and he broke to the left and they just continued going to the right and they left him wide open. Um, now the only issue I have right now with the VIP as far as that, and I've already brought it up, uh, is that your rewards for actually killing the VIP. There's like, there's no, like if you, if you do the objective and kill the VIP and you just so happen to not kill any mechs, you earn nothing. So that's sort of disheartening from a player standpoint is I just, right. Right. We're the attacking team. We're supposed to kill VIP. We just killed him. I literally could have made more money uh, just n- ignoring him and killing all the other stuff, right? So, like,
1: I aren't feel we like all? That needs to aren't we out. all gazillionaires? Does is everything come down to money? Well, no. Uh, but I don't There's
0: know. no. There's no obje- like. So we have an objective. Fun, but there's no but reward anyway, yeah. for doing the objective. Yeah, and if no, you I do agree. the objective, agree. You're penalized for a lack of reward. Now, I get it that you don't want. Uh, again i don't have an answer right off the top of my head because right as
1: to what to do to change yeah it?
0: is it the longer he stays alive the more reward the defenders gets or is it the the you know like um and you don't know if necessarily if you're getting escort anyways right so it's not like you can just plan your drop decks and group and all that um but um i i had a good time and to me the one thing that pops in my mind and i and i've seen some some sort of critiquing already out there in the community is this is actual ai we have ai in the game so where does this go and like i said can he engage back what if we have vehicles what if there's multiple mechs what if th-? i mean that that's where i'm sort of uh intrigued uh does it always have to be a mech on es- you know something like escort as well that's another thing
1: so. Yeah, I mean basically where I'm at with it is that this is baby AI. This is the first implementation implementation of AI in MechWarrior Online. Um and it is obviously very rudimentary. Um now somebody said that it's a predestined path or whatever. I kind of think otherwise. I feel like I've seen it determining its path. I've seen it turn right around and go the other way. Now whether that was pre predestined or not, I don't know, but I feel like there's some We'll see you know And and
0: that's what we don't know is like if the AI chooses from point A to point B, if it's like 50% away it can change its mind or yeah, is it who just knows? i have to get to point a to point b we and, obviously you know. need
1: to uh, to get some uh programmers or whatever in here to ask specifics about that but again i think i just see this as baby ai i see it you know first of all as far as this game mode itself there's a lot of ways it can be tweaked um the the durability of the atlas can be tweaked just like you said whether it's firing back can be tweaked the drop ship can be tweaked more firepower less firepower uh, turrets, you know all that stuff. I feel like there's a lot of room for tweaking on this game but mode. You know so what? that after it
0: was, it's fun. Like out of the four matches, five matches that we had, it... actually the attacking one was probably the least enjoyable, just because the team screwed up and and not us. But that right? could be situational, but, right? Yeah. But, and so, but anyway, out of my... all the matches, it was actually really enjoyable, even as a group. Like all mm-hmm. of, all of us were laughing when that Crimson straight when he Leroyed into the group. We actually won that. But I had to. I literally threw myself in front of them, and you know, we, I, you know, I died, but we accomplished the mission. So it it was enjoyable. So for what that's worth. Now again, will that wear off in a week or two? Who knows? Know.
1: But and and if it does, will there be improvements that you know make it fresh and new again? And I feel like there's tons of room for growth as far as AI goes. Uh, from adding additional mechs to adding vehicles to adding whatever. Um, or subtracting, or whatever, just to, to to balance the game mode out. Now, yeah, obviously, where we are in a month, six months from now, who knows where it's going to be. People still have, you know, dropping in, having no idea what they're doing, or sometimes dropping in, and everybody knows what they're doing, and it's one-sided. Um, but uh, I dropped 12 uh, Escort matches approximately since it's come out, um, and two of them were okay, and 12, uh, 10 of them were just off the charts fun like i had you know dropping, were you dropping by yourself or were you i was dropping first? solo and i was dropping with aces uh with my with my unit so i did both i experienced group i experienced solo and i just had an amazing time it was different it was fun it was exciting it was intense it was you know again you could think things are going well and then he decides to flip a yui, and everything changes you know goes at a t- like going over the um the saddle in in uh, what you're saying, Crimson Straight, and deciding to go freaking under the platform right to the tunnel where the whole entire enemy team happened to be sitting there waiting for it, you know, and so it changed everything real quick. So it was very uh, dynamic to me and just a lot of fucking fun. I, so far, love it. Now, where will it be in two weeks, uh, six months, whatever. Um, we'll see, you know, but I feel, again, that there's just tons of room for improvement and, the AI will keep getting better. It will keep learning. And one day, it will rise and take Internet. over the world.
0: Yeah, right. No, I, and like I said, from the few matches, uh, I, I, we had a good time last night with it. Um, and again, it kept it fresh. We definitely didn't know what to expect. Now, that's a concern, obviously, is the community is the community. We're, we will find, oh, hey, we know that if we start the map and within a few minutes, if it's never in this, you know, coordinates, then it had to have gone this way. And we always know the path. So that's what's going to be interesting is, is like, can the community figure out where the path goes? And, you know, right off the bat, you get your scouts. OK, it's not in this quadrant. It's always you know going to be this way. So I
1: feel like we should get, um, I don't know, Windover, somebody on uh, in January to talk about AI somebody that's been working with it because um, there are too many questions is it predetermined is it well, making choices on the fly
0: even if those questions are answered i you know obviously we know that behind the scenes those are those are things that they're gonna have to deal with is saying it, the most enjoyable thing about vip is that vip has to be dynamic and be able to change and then what can the players do to impact again maybe something like a. Uh, battlefield two can someone actually sort of help choose the path and dynamically or will the, the atlas chill out if you're engaging in front of it or will it just plow on through will the atlas be able to engage as well what is there just one mech is there two mechs is is the atlas going to be <laughs> the only mech i mean so. look who's in
1: chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: there he is. Did I did I
1: did I accidentally dial the bat phone or something? Yeah. Windover Brian Windover right there. Um, so maybe if you guys have questions, specific questions, you can uh you can ask him directly. Well,
0: maybe maybe you should have him on. Uh, like a we haven't done mixed Devs and beer in a
1: while. Yeah, we haven't. He he does like beer actually. Yeah, he definitely likes beer. Yeah. Brian knows how to party, but. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I mean, I mean, there are a lot of questions in the community and, uh, the questions that obviously Phil and I don't have all the answers to. So, um, either you can ask him there one and thing, he'll one answer thing I, right now.
0: I thought what was really cool is that you actually have captural ECM locations and you yep. have turrets that you can engage and shoot. So to me, it's an overall, you know, step forward. And again, um, I had fun, uh, me and the guys had fun. It kept us on our toes. We were laughing and, uh. You know again uh, my, my biggest thing is uh, you know uh, rewarding the players for doing the objective if I'm if we're keeping the the AI alive or if we're trying to kill the VIP uh, the rewards have to be there I don't know how or what but uh, if anything without those type of things it just reinforces the normal gameplay that you see which is ball up kill the other team and then worry about the objectives if there's any because they're second or tertiary
1: brian is confirming that ai can fire however it is a basic fire system at this point so guys if you have uh ai specific questions you can direct them at pgi underscore brian underscore w right now in chat he'll answer them for you hopefully maybe if he's kind enough thank you brian for being here he is a confirmed lurker um but anyway let's move on uh, i i think both both you and i can say we had a very positive experience with it yeah and, and s- to see where and, it goes right
0: and i'm even more intrigued with the skill tree changes coming in the future. As well, right, right, so. right.
1: Yeah, there's obviously a lot of things affect each other and, and, and domino effects and so forth. But uh, anyway, let's move on because we do have a timetable. The next one. We? Well, yes, I have a timetable. What? what are you- <laughs> I don't, you know, no more two-hour podcasts. Well, no,
0: we're already in an hour. I mean, might as well to go to two. I mean, you know.
1: what's Next two? topic, the Marauder 2C. Love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little. No. We'll get there. We'll get there. It Hold just, on. It's just love. It's just love. So Phil's uh, opinion, just love. Derived from the exceptional and iconic. Have to agree with all that. Marauder chassis. This 85 ton Clan assault mech, a full 10 tons heavier than its Inner Sphere predecessor, is likely to be a devastating presence on the battlefields of the Inner Sphere. I can already con- confirm it is a devastating presence. The only MAD 2C variant with any quirks applied is a MADCAT 2C-8. MADCAT? Pos- uh, Mad cat. Marauder. What? I don't know. MAD. The Marauder 2C-8, which possesses a solitary missile cooldown quirk of 15%. So only one variant, the 8, it has a need- quirk. The, the mech doesn't need quirks. Yeah, it's which so really funny. didn't Some- need
0: it, I guess. Well, someone was like, uh, I-, I was on Discord, earlier, and they're like, why does this one mech? And I'm like... It's one missile hard point. it's the same problem as like a grasshopper. you're one never gonna use it. Let's be honest here, and for those that play maybe it's stock loadout, it gets a boost, but let's be real here, and they're like, well,
1: good point. I'm like <laughs> I yeah. did not I like, just confirm the mad cat two c <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: look, I knew this mech was gonna be good. Before it came out, I knew it was going to be good when I when I started playing with it on on behind the scenes. Uh, Is it a film mech? It's an 85 ton. Jump capable on two variants. I did screw up on that video, by the way. The B also has jump jets. I totally missed that one. Uh, And one has ECM. It can do. I did dual gas, dual peep. It can do dual UAC 10s uh, and dual peeps. It can do. uh, I mean dual lbx 20s and four SRM sixes like
1: dude the can, thing is freaking beast i love it i'm having not, so much fun and it's a freaking clan mech i'm actually a little yep. bit ashamed
0: and it goes in, with an xl 400 it goes 82 kph uh and people are like why does it have quirks well like, the fuck do you <laughs> think on. it does have quirks like it was gonna be um so you know it, it does and it, and again the Marauder to see it it, it brings to light and, and and this is why i'm looking forward to the skill tree in many ways is where where are the balances between client clan and is and where do we need to see some of those baseline changes but as far as a performer uh loved it um it and it grew on me as, as i was playing the more and more i looked at it 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 looks pretty freaking cool like oh, I, I don't
1: come on the thing is like, sex on backwards legs yeah i mean it, it is it is an awesome mech i think in every way uh it's it, you know just aesthetically it looks amazing so there's some people out there that don't agree but i think the vast majority think it is incredibly sexy it's
0: organic instead of you know like and that's one thing sure. that i yeah right it's round it's yep. it's you know it's not the square blocky of like the highlander 2c or the ryan 2C. it kind
1: of reminds me of the re version of the the marauder or whatever
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like the Jenner two C. The Jenner two C is organic, right? And then you had the three others that were very blocky and, and just sort of square. And then you have this come out of nowhere and it's like, oh yeah, that that looks pretty cool. I like it. As far as performer, um, I can't say whether it's gonna be a top performer or not. But I can tell you for an eighty five ton mech being able to bring the payload of what normally a ninety five or a hundred tonner is doing at the speed it's doing, obviously with Clantech as well, it's 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 it's
1: great. It's going to be up there. Well, you know where my so. heart lies. My still, my two favorite mechs are my Warhammer and my Inner Sphere Marauder. But uh, I am having a blast in this, and I probably will be running it through the holidays. Uh, in my yeah, I'll be you know decked out in my holiday paint jobs and so forth. So you'll, I'll be easy to see. Um, but I will say that it was in this the Marauder two C was endorsed by Proton, uh, one of if not the best player in MWO. And uh, you know, he said it's going to be one of his favorites, and perhaps um, one of the best uh, assaults out there. Now, somebody in chat said uh, anything it can do, the Kodiak can do better. Um, my only response is the Kodiak's fifteen more tons, so you know, whatever. Well,
0: and 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 that's that's sort of, I guess, an inherent problem in MWO when you say, well, what is just the best mech? Well, if it's just the best mech, then it narrows that down. Now, as soon as you get into what happens in uh, MRBC or any type of uh, Solaris, you know, stuff that's going on or any type of league that there's weight class restrictions and or tonnage restrictions or limited quantity of X, then you could say, well, why would I ever take, you know, I can do much more with this 85, less expensive, stuff like that, than I can do with 100 or whatever. So, Oh, yeah. um, Kodiak can't DCM, right? There's uh, one thing. The mount's as well uh the relatively mid to high um yes it does have arm mounts that are a little bit lower than the cockpit but what i find is it's just like the original marauder which is because they're close together you don't have as much problems with hitting the dirt as where you're looking as well and um it's 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 the the question a lot of people were asking is what's going to happen to the warhawk um the warhawk can do a few things that it can't do uh you know but the question is will it just totally obscure the warhawk and that's something that i think we as the community still don't know um but um yeah it's a it's a damn good mech
1: yeah and of course i know that uh you know proton loves to troll us plebs out here but uh i'm just having fun with my boy proton Um, Darren's
0: got a total man crush that's that's I do he
1: was one of the few people I got a picture with at uh at Metcon not because I didn't want to get pictures with other people but because of time but anyway I loved this mech I'm loving this mech I'm riding this mech right now you can't see me but I'm riding it um and I'll be using it through the holidays um and yes all of mine are salvaged but uh do you have anything more to say about the uh, Kanashi,
0: you are totally incorrect. The Warhawk can do one thing very, 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 very Learn boat well. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, learn boat the hell out <laughs> of that. The Mad right? 2C
0: can't do that. No. Um yes, yeah, Solaris Coliseum one V one. We saw this uh and actually we didn't see it until Saturday morning
1: or no. It was the day before.
0: Friday. Built from
1: an obsolete blue granite quarry on Solaris 7 for competitive and demonstrative or demonstrated. Yeah. Anyway, for demonstrations, (laughs) the Steiner Coliseum is our first Solaris themed private lobby. One V one map. Mech warriors will enter the Coliseum from an underground from underground elevators. It's really cool. Actually, um, taking to the battlefield in intense one-on-one matches surrounded by the fanfare of a Solaris Coliseum. So, the main point of what I just read, our first Solaris themed private lobby map. Um, so, what are your thoughts, Solaris Coliseum?
0: Um, when I first Steiner got play,
1: Coliseum, not Solaris Coliseum. Steiner Coliseum, not Mad Cat Marauder. To, to me, words.
0: You know that elevator trip on the way up. You know what I'd like to see is those type of dynamic abilities while you can actually play in a in a map. So, for instance and not necessarily just the the coliseum steiners or you know uh hilarious style maps but to me what if to get to certain platforms you could hop on to a quick little elevator or a little train to take you know oh, what yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah, or something yeah, yeah I, that hear you. I could hop on imagine like canyon network <laughs> a and, train No, <laughs> yeah just sort of like a flat bed, and it would take you over there really quickly Met and you movers. could reposition yeah and to me the the aesthetics obviously it looked cool i mean they they did a good job with textures uh shout out to again uh elizabeth and and dennis on that um uh and again apologize to elizabeth i really felt bad i didn't want to ask her anything she would get in trouble with uh, you know so and dennis was a few martinis in so he was wanting to talk you you just yeah (laughs) dennis is a great guy um but no i to me um aesthetically the sounds the one thing and I think the community will get behind me on this, and you will as well. Hey, Mac fans! Duncan, Fisher Duncan Fisher here. Fucking yeah. just go, like Russ, make it ha- like it has to. Oh,
1: we'll make it happen, but ha- um, need,
0: like right now, just stop everything. Yeah, just go. All right, it, let's stop it, the no, podcast. No, let's it, go it, get... Like, like seriously, I mean it. It would add a layer of, you know, just immersion and sort of authentication the entire thing and you know like we we had it mech living legends like i remember being like you'd be coming up the you know the gates would be opening and i would have spawned like a timberwolf and he'd be like oh looks like he brought out the mad kitty and i'm like god dang it! why'd you ruin it and
1: you know um, i have to say because we brought up uh george that was one of my favorite moments at metcon when we did that shout out at the beginning and he did his call out Oh, my God, finally, is all I can say. We got some Duncan Fisher. But, yeah, two points I'd like to make as far as the Steiner Coliseum. One is uh, I think Bannett was saying that it needs a invisible wall pass. It needs a, quite a few passes. Keep in mind, people, this map was rushed out. In fact, it wasn't even going to be done to the extent that it was done. It was going to use pre-existing assets. In other words, um, pieces of maps that we've already seen. But uh, Elizabeth and Dennis went above and beyond and created new assets uh, to create this map in time for MechCon. So it really was rushed out. I'm sure it's going to receive all the passes. In fact, there's some tweaks that are happening in the hotfix tomorrow. Um, So it'll continue getting tweaks. And again, this is just the beginning. This is Steiner Coliseum. We've still got boreal reach we've got the factory we've got ishiyama and we've got the jungle so well, that's and, four and that, more that could be totally different play different you know and cetera. and
0: that's where i like me as a fan i really want whoever's working and even with the steiner coliseum if i if i can just be fr- i'm just gonna be real i want them to do what's in the novels or in the tros like these aren't just static Colosseums for the most part. There's certain levels that look a specific uh, way for a reason, or there's even dynamic things that change on the Colosseums. So I want that, Uh, you know, yes, it's cool that you guys are creating a new level, but when each house has a specific and unique look and way, I feel like that should be brought to light. That's one of those things where like the translation from uh, the
1: lore I think would do really well. See you, Windover. Thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it, and have a safe drive home or travel home. Yeah, I mean, I agree. what Which was which was a Colosseum that, in the novels at least, was like a, a series of underground caves. There was like in a tunnels. Mountain. There's yeah. a bunch
0: of them that in, was that Ishiyama.
1: I don't know off the top of my head. I don't remember. But anyway, the, I, I mean. The possibility, yes, I agree, uh, dynamic maps would be awesome. Um, I want to see, you know, different play styles. It's pretty hard on the Steiner Coliseum to play the long-range game. Um, you're able to close distance pretty quickly. We were seeing that a lot in the 1v1, well, uh, 1v1. tournament last night. Like, Yeah. That's, oh, you know, oh, that's, that's, that's the other thing about this, is I would really like to see these maps opened up. I don't like hard limits like 1v1 only um i'd at least like to see 2v2 but what i'd really prefer is up to 4v4 on these uh um you know solaris maps
0: why is there and i guess this is just more of a question why is there a limit at all when it's a private map well we
1: know why though right the reason that there's a limit right now currently is because they were literally designing this just for the 1v1 at mech
0: but that's what i'm saying is going forward though i'm saying let the players decide maybe they just want to straight up 12 v12 just bra you know brawl or whatever going on um I think that ability should be there obviously I know there's some limitations yeah. maybe with the the ladder or the elevator coming up but hey they could
1: put two elevators side by side and then there you got four people popping up but yeah I mean it would be nice to see those grow and have a little bit more flexibility uh, so that the community can really take them and run and and do whatever types of uh, player run tournaments they want to do. But I like the direction, I like the trend, yep. I want to see more, and I want to hear Duncan, and yeah, all that. My,
0: my biggest thing was Duncan Fisher, we, that, that would just,
1: yeah. Hey, he's a part of the family now, man, He's he was at the first official Metcon, the first annual, and uh, so I hope we can hear him. Uh, such an awesome guy, I was so glad to be able to hang out with George. So that's gonna wrap up basically the steiner coliseum aspect and um and and really what happened in the patch although again so much in the patch it was just like just trying to figure out what we're gonna talk about today as crazy i'm gonna link the patch notes again definitely recommend that you read them yourself it's lengthy get get a get a nice uh you know (laughs) pull uh, it up on your phone get a nice cup of coffee Yeah. yeah um Anyway, tons and tons of stuff. I love these patches, man. I love these big the, – the monthly patches, in my opinion, I don't – we haven't really talked about this. Really uh, kind of – of every two weeks. Instead of every two weeks. I feel like they're just doing so much more now, and I like that. But uh, as Windover just mentioned, there is a hot fix tomorrow, December 15th. That's Thursday, December 15th. planned for 3 p.m. Pacific. PDT, 6 p.m. EDT, and 11 p.m. UTC for all you UTC peoples out there. Uh, what's in it? Lots of faction play fixes. Lots of faction play fixes. Its majority of it is faction play fixes. Um, there are HUD fixes coming, which this is a big one. Phil, you want to tell them what this one is? Uh, sorry, I was just uh, giving a thumbs The HUD fix, up. the big one, the the, the pressing yeah, Q. Yeah,
0: so you know those... Uh doritos above your head when you or first d- start
1: diamonds not doritos really no right? they're, they're doritos diamonds. they're
0: all doritos the bigger doritos smaller doritos doritos okay and things. you have weird shaped
1: doritos in north carolina um, but anyway
0: <laughs> no uh, so anyways Flutter, i know a lot of it's it was reddit's been full of it um those are now being transferred to when you press the q button uh fantastic i think that's a it solves pretty much what everyone and it's tough because even the discussions that i saw people were split like 50 50 for the most part most people were saying love the information but i can't see shit now there's just stuff everywhere i 100 agree so now the doritos pressing q the information's there um i've and this sort of brings up another thing too when it comes to like ui and stuff and i've said this visibility to the player uh even with just without the Doritos when I'm targeting, sometimes that stuff isn't very transparent and you, I've missed shots because of it as well. So I feel like that's something uh, that can be, you know, talked about as well, but the ranch Doritos. Well, now... that's a big
1: one. I, I, you know, I've been listening to people since the patch went live and I've heard that over and over and over again, you know, uh, just too much clutter. So now you just press and hold Q. If you want to see that stuff, you let go if you don't and the clutter is gone. So now, again, I do, I do instant believe... fix.
0: If it's in your line of sight, the Dorito will still pop up. Yes, if you're but if
1: you're mousing over them or whatever, right? Or you you're, just, you're yeah, you just won't see yeah. freaking
0: like Doritos everywhere, you right? Know, even if they're behind cover and stuff. Uh, but um, yeah, so that and, was a big one. And I feel like if anything, uh, the size of it really didn't change too on the distance to the target, and that was another thing that's it's like it's like up in your face and some more stuff And because there's no transparency at all. It just blocked a lot, and you know, so if anything um that will be reduced significantly there's a little uh,
1: mention of being able to customize what is shown when you press q you know like uh world of tanks you can completely customize the ui um and what is shown on your hud and so forth um i would like to see that as well and uh what that's something remove? uh i don't know i'd have to see you go in and you can you know like there's usually um like with World of Tanks, it's it, when you go into the settings, it shows you everything that can be shown. You can handpick what you want to be shown, what you don't want to be shown. I'd love to see something like that here as well. Um, and, and if you and if you want that to happen, you know, going into this new year, Russ is going to be very open to taking community feedback, and and I'm sure there will be quality of life issues or or th- uh, features that people want. So be sure to bring that up. If that's something uh, big and, and something important to you, then bring it up.
0: And I think that's, again, another thing where sometimes the community is so polar, where you have some people that say, hey, I love this information. It doesn't bother me one bit. And then you have another person that's like, you just added more clutter. Why'd you do that? And then so like when I was looking at it, I really didn't care. Like as far as like they could have left it out and I wouldn't have cared. Like, for instance, if I see a dire wolf, I know it's a dire wolf or a war hawk at a glance. Either or I know it's a fucking assault mech. Like I didn't need a Dorito to tell me that. Um, and well, I think somebody just,
1: somebody just brought up something. Actually, well, it was uh, Solana,
0: and, and that's why I was saying is if it's a toggleable option, yeah, it, it or, or you know, press Q, but even if you could turn off stuff on UI elements that you don't want at all, I'm down for that. Just making it an option to where it just turns off, and then I don't have to worry because even Q, I don't need that information. Me as a player, I know the difference between a sure, sure, dude. I'm not gonna use system. it either,
1: yeah um but again just because you or i oh, or no, no, and joe or Schmo, i think the toggle right.
0: is the great solution i think forever. toggle
1: is the is a great first step um, because that gets rid of the the emergency situation that a lot of people were feeling yesterday when the patch went live today, etc. Oh, my God, all this clutter. What can I do? Well, now there's that. There's a toggle, at least, or holding down Q. So now you can get rid of it. That's but, what's
0: but, funny. Chat, like so many people, there's some people that are like, I well, really like so hate it. And literally, you have people that are sure. like, well, and so that's why you make choices. Yeah. And choices. so what
1: I would like to see is fully customizable and going even further, which Salama touched on, which is including For real, actual colorblind options and fixes. No, I'm going to take it a step further. Oh, shit. I'm going to say when you go to options and you go
0: to UI, it actually shows you a live demonstration of UI. And that one, you can change the colors. You can change maybe the width or contrast and this. And maybe even I'm going to toss this out there. I I think this is far fetched, which is like being able to move stuff around. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, you're fucking crazy, man. But I do think that's quite possible to say. Now you've got an image of a Mac and a Mac, you know uh, the, the the. Now we're cockpit. just wish listing. I think it it just it make it happen and let it be so. All
1: the right, beard, but anyway, you know what it. we we did uh, get off topic a little bit. So anyway, no, we didn't fixing Q or using Q is fixing the 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 hot issue and and the clutter. Yes. Also, uh, HPG manifold. Um, some people noticed in the quick play that the walls that aren't supposed to show up until the next patch is it next patch I don't know. Whenever the new assault mode is going in, the assault walls were showing up on HPG manifold. Uh, I didn't personally experience that, um, but that will be uh, those will be removed in the hot fix. And the last thing is for anybody that was playing around with Steiner Coliseum, if you did move yourself into Bravo or Charlie Lance, you spawned like in heaven or something or or hell or whatever, and it broke the match. So that will be fixed as well the vast majority of the fixes are to faction play but there are some hud and other fixes as well you can so, read that
0: you know i'll with drop this, the link you keep going and i know we don't have this on our list but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna because you know i told you two hours um
1: oh shit no 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 no, no
0: no, and this this goes along with sort of the solaris uh i was watching the the tau and uh, siri doing their 1v1 solaris and i you know i think this is something that We as the community, I'm not going to say me because it hasn't just been me, but it's been a majority of of the player base. And I think it's very pertinent to this case. API system is is more pertinent now, I guess, than like I could say, yes, it would have been great having it. Right. But this just sort of puts the emphasis. We've got the, 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 you know, championship world championship first round out of the way. You know, you're looking at Solaris, and I know I've talked about this in the last podcast. I just feel like this is something that definitely needs to be stressed and understood. Phil, where,
1: there's no discussion here. Do you you and I, you and I, both want APIs, I, and and we will continue really, championing I for them.
0: I didn't bring it up. last You just week. did. What? Oh, <laughs> no, no, I didn't bring it up last week. And I, and I think that's that's something I know that a lot of you guys feel passionate about. I know I do. And the reason I bring this up is. The idea that some people are saying, "Oh well, I want Solaris in game and on all this and blah blah,", blah. and even like uh, MBT and, and MRBC and all those, everything changes if there's an API system. Um, and it makes the reason why I think this is important too is it makes it easier for the community to actually do things instantly instead of having to fiddle around. So. I feel like that's something that will. So be once on again, we discussion. want to
1: uh make sure everybody understands that Phil and I are in favor of API. There, we got it. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. We talked about it last night. API would be amazing, and I it would be like a huge. But who are we telling that to right now?
0: Everyone of 150. Phil people wants to be your hero, guys. So so thousands. thank Phil.
1: He's your he's your champion. No,
0: I, you know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there. I'll 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 take that one for you guys. All right.
1: Um, um, and then so that's the hot fix coming tomorrow, three PM Pacific, eleven PM UTC. The final uh MWO topic, unless we get uh side railed again, is the holiday event. This is gonna be a fun one. Uh it it started yesterday. It's the twelve days of Mechmas. So, if you haven't checked it out, free stuff for twelve days. Um, you know, little uh goals or whatever for every day. I think today is something to do with uh escort mode you have to win on you know as a defender um and that will get you whatever well why don't i just look have you done any of the holiday stuff
0: uh no i have not uh someone was asking for those who don't know what api stands for application program interface uh nerds out there is a set of routines protocols and tools for building software applications
1: It's a way to spit out information from each match and so forth that, uh, you know, a vast, many different types of users can use it for tournaments and leagues and whatever to to give you information.
0: Context, uh, Libby, it would be like uh, if you do a drop uh, that let's just say a private match. It would create a battle log, and and you would take that number, and then you would plug it into a browser, and that browser would then tell you who was involved, what map, time of day, who did what damage to who, what percentage, what those mechs had on it, who killed who, the whole. It would give you basically the whole smorgasbord. And what it's that a allows,
1: huge resource that will yeah allow all kinds of things that it, we can't it do currently. It
0: basically allows the community to fully automate a ton of systems. Uh, if anybody's ever played
1: there. Eve Online, they make incredible use of the API system there um allowing you know communities and and killboards and all kinds of stuff to happen um so something awesome, that we're awesome. fighting for and we would love to see happen in 2017 um but anyway the the uh the, the holiday event. It the twelve days of uh, Mechmas. Today it's the second day. You can uh if, if you win an escort match as a defender, you can win an Atlas statue. That's a standing cockpit item. And again, twelve days, twelve different things that you can win. Um, that goes from December thirteenth yesterday through uh no, I'm sorry, December 14th through December twenty-fifth. Then there is the Marauder two C leaderboard, which starts December sixteenth and runs through December twentieth. And the big one everybody loves is uh, the Stocking Stuffer event, which happens from December 20th to January 4th, which is when you can just get all kinds of uh, free stuff again. You can get GXP, you can get MC, you can get uh, MEX, you can get blah, blah, blah. Just tons of fun stuff. So this is the big holiday event all through December, uh, running till January 4th. So be sure to check that out. I put the link in chat. And we can thank Matt. Matt Newman, thank you for that event. Uh and then what? Anything else MWO. If you if you wanna if you wanna take us on a on a on a tangent now's the time.
0: Still waiting on that damn new chat system. Sorry, that's all I got. That's all
1: <laughs> If if <laughs> Phil, if you look over to your left oh. on the floor, do you have like I don't know, a collection of dead horses?
0: Um, you know
1: <laughs> that you I like never to go beat?
0: hungry. Yeah, right? that's you know. Uh, I know, but- I know yeah no um big patch obviously we've got some time to you know digest it as well holidays are here uh obviously i don't know when the next patch is gonna be actually that's uh i don't know what in, in january that'll be but uh yeah so
1: no free max this time so there's no free max in this one well that's a bummer but hey if you haven't received it yet there is that NCIX Centurion. Just go to, uh, you know, mwomercs.com forward slash redeem, enter NCIX mech, one word, and you get a free mech and mech so, bay.
0: let's move on to... Yes. Airbrain Schemes. Battle, and battle tech.
1: Battle tech. And again, battle
0: as I was saying, I totally nerded out. Uh, I Didn't Leisman. we all? It was pretty cool. Didn't and, we all? You know, like, I actually got to play it, was super excited and the the first thing that popped in my head was when are we going to be able to stream it and they said and i quote january february hopefully and it'll be a closed beta but anyone is free to stream it um so yes I, you know playing it yeah you, know, you got to play it i was a part of me was like is it going to be is it going to be it's like mech commander and the tabletop combined. That's it really what, is. That's, that's what it yeah. reminded me of. Like obviously, you have the you know
1: turn. So base. is that a good thing?
0: Yeah, I I think uh the the it was enjoyable because like line of sight and 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 flanking and knowing you know the the sort of infotech if you will um it was enjoyable so and that was an old build and they were like you guys are gonna love you know melee and you're gonna you know all. so to me I'm excited because what happens when an atlas decides to step on a tank like is that going to be a thing i'm a th- i think that's going to be a thing like uh yeah um
1: so yeah basically um <clears throat> this closed beta is for the backers so if you haven't backed yet i, I believe you, you still, still can, can. yeah so, so check out you know google hbs Hairbrain schemes BattleTech, etc you can find their uh their backing page and get into that closed beta i highly recommend you do you, because you know, if well- you don't you're going to be jealous of all the people that are playing it and having fun because we
0: are, and we you will can be, be. Jealous. we'll be right here um, so, uh, we had someone ask just ask about Micra tactics. uh you know, to me, this is exactly
1: this why is what tactics should have been
0: well, this is why it's so I'm important glad it was having a developer that knows the IP, knows their audience members and demographic uh look, if you're talking about the battletech fan base, it's your I mean forty years old, you know, thirty plus, right? I mean, really? That that's your demographic. And your demographic of that age wants that sort of tabletop, but obviously updated. They they want that. They don't want a card trading game like they tried to do spin it and the, the mechs were completely different. Like we tried and anyways, it's nice having Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Now I will admit, like I still am dreaming of a mech commander, you know, three, but
1: Phil's dreaming you know what i'm commander you know what i'm looking forward to for christmas
0: and and i'm gonna have i'm gonna create a like oh yeah hall of warrior like image so every everybody who dies will be memorable you know
1: iron man battle tech yeah i mean dude there's so much freaking to look forward to this game first of all i don't even want to bring up tactics anymore um it is what it was or what is what it is or was what it was i'm glad it's freaking gone i'm glad it's dead um, to have Jordan Wiseman and Mitch Gittleman and Harebrained Schemes doing a uh, top-down turn-based Battletech game from the creators of frickin' Battletech and Mech Commander, a hundred million times better than what tactics could have ever been. And, so, and, you
0: know, I think it was Mitch that said it, and I'm on 100% agreement when he said, um, isn't it nice that all aesthetically the mechs cross-platform, basically, cross-games...
1: Yeah, there was the, the somebody sort of that art said, somebody, I mean, I guess everything is subjective, but somebody was complaining about that. I heard one person complain about the look. I'm like, wow. But anyway, uh, you have, you, sir, whoever that was, have a different opinion than uh, the majority out there. But yeah, I'm super glad because, you know, look at the last 30 years of mech design. It's been all over the freaking place. Again, I didn't want to bring up tactics, but bleah. um So oh. I am so glad that we have Alex Iglesias designing the mechs and it's going across platform. It, did, cra- it, didn't, pla- it didn't bother
0: me in Mech Commander uh, th- because there was a aesthetic difference between the original Mech Commander and MechWare 3 and MechWarrior 4. But I was okay with that. Um, I think really the biggest crossover is that tactics itself. It was just... It, and it was one of those things where... <laughs> And I remember saying this: is I could look past it if the gameplay was good, right? Like, but uh, yeah, man, it, yeah. it's it's super exciting. And you know, another thing that's exciting is seeing the BattleTech universe brought to life, right? We've never all, all we've got is that Tiro artwork, if you will, right? Uh, sort of showing a Mech Warrior that looks like a, a Mad Max, you know, sort of '80s take on it. So. Uh, Which is okay in its own right, but um, it's nice to see the Battletech universe um, being presented in a updated form, if you will.
1: Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited. Um, you know, like I was telling people at MechCon, what a fucking time to be a Battletech MechWarrior fan. You got Catalyst Game Labs doing new minis and expanding the, the, the rule books and source books and, uh, novels and potentially even prequels. Like, for example, uh, Grayson, uh, Carlisle's, uh, father. That's and, a good and, idea. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a great story idea. So a lot of stuff going on with Catalyst. Hairbrain schemes coming out with Battletech in 2017, uh, MechWarrior 5 mercs in 2018. Um and and continued updates obviously to MWO. It's just a good time to be doing what we're doing and uh, very exciting. Also, speaking of just BattleTech MechWarrior things, merchandise. Uh, for yep. those of you who don't know, um, a deal was finally worked out with Tops for Hairbrained and, and Catalyst and, and uh, PGI to do some merchandise. So this will be it's not up yet, but I'll drop the link in chat anyway.
0: And some people were asking if it's actually legit. It is, but uh it's not live yet. But What's we did get that? a yeah.
1: glimpse. It's battletechgear.com. Yeah. It is it's a placeholder right now. It will go live soon. They're just uh working out the kinks or whatever. But there's gonna be actual official battletech gear and merchandise. Well, yes, I'll be buying all of it.
0: That atlas That uh, Atlas. Uh, the man. Risen. Now Holy... I don't know I don't know if it's a final price, but it was listed at one fifty <laughs> to it be was, honest.
1: It, well it was moving around, but yeah
0: that was cheaper than i was expecting i was expecting right at least 200 dollars
1: um yeah. and, and it was beautiful Did, i mean yeah
0: it's fully painted Oh. it
1: it yeah i and want so, that for like right here <laughs> people um, were
0: already ordering stuff and they were getting sent emails saying hey we appreciate your enthusiasm but sorry not yet yeah um but uh yeah so overall and of course we have MechWarrior 5 and you know i i think I think that sort of speaks for itself. Um, it's it's a good time to be a Battletech fan. That's for d- damn sure. I mean, I, I you know, I, I thought they were going to pull... The first time we saw it and the, the MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries popped up, I thought they were going to pull the whole, you know... Just look at the, you know this way, kid. You get to keep all the money. I almost thought they were gonna totally copy that line, which they did very similar, anyways, right? But uh, to me, I was just like, holy shit, you know. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, just think about this too, graphic wise. Remember, like the first time seeing the MechWar 2 mercenaries and Ghost Bear intros and all those, and I remember being a teenager and going, man, I can't wait till games look like that. Now you've got the games. That in-game footage, it's just like
1: uh it's crazy. So yeah. It is indeed.
0: Yeah. But uh yeah, I just want to say again thank you to everyone. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast again. Uh don't know if we'll have another one. As Darren said, we uh we will let you guys know
1: we're uh, gonna do our best to do something again this month but if we don't then we'll be coming to you in 2017
0: 17,
1: yeah that that'll be a thing um and another of course, year man
0: yeah another one
1: how many have we done with the yeah it's been uh time six, is flying by
0: six years yep
1: yeah yeah all right uh, did you already do our no do our shout out
0: no I, again speaking of which we've had a few uh, subs during uh, the podcast like Say first off, shout out to all of our new subs and our old subs. We have people that are going on 30 plus months. Holy shit crazy, guys. right? Thank you guys so much we for love your you. dedication. And of course, for those that uh, can't sub, do not stress, do not worry. Um, uh, but a quick shout out to those who did, and of course, all of our new followers, uh, to our patrons. Uh, and of course, more information is down below. If you're new to the channel, make sure to click that follow button. That way, you guys get email, notif- email notifications, even, and of course. Uh, We do post these up on uh, SoundCloud as well. Uh, 151 is up, and Darren will make sure 152 is up. So you can listen to the video or watch the video, and or you can listen to the audio version as well. But uh, if you guys have any questions, again, feel free to reach out to us. And the best way of doing that, in my opinion is to join us on our discord server it's a great tool we utilize it every single day you can send me and him uh pms on there and that's usually the best way to get in touch with us right away uh we do have a discord server we'll drop that information in chat and of course if you go to our website and our forums uh, you can find that information as well but it's it's just overall great tool you can download on your phone all that um super easy to use and also if you are a sub or a patron speaking of subs uh, you can link your Twitch account, and it will automatically put you into the user group. If you're a patron, make sure to send me a PM, and I'll add you manually. Um, they don't have integration yet, uh, but uh, possibly in the future. But uh, yeah, just want to say thank you guys so much for the support. Uh, again, uh, it's been amazing. Uh, again, we're you know reaching towards our goal of uh, some new emoticons. So once we get closer, we'll let you guys know.
1: We're, we're stretching, we're reaching. But yeah, anyway, be sure to check out our website at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. Check us out on Twitch at NGNGTV, YouTube at no guts, no galaxy TV, Twitter at NoGutsNoGalaxy, Facebook at no guts, no galaxy Podcast, SoundCloud at NoGutsNoGalaxy, and for the latest and greatest in mech porn t-shirts, be sure to check out our store at NoGutsNoGalaxyStore.com. I love how we can say mech
0: porn, and it's like totally mm-hmm, commonplace. Baby. Like, you know, no one, yeah, it is it is. Guys, it
1: is. Uh, as far as me streaming... I know, I'm a total freaking slacker, but as I was uh, showing Phil today, I just have so much work in the background that I'm constantly, you know, basically the further we got employed with PGI, (laughs) the less we've been able to play. And I miss you guys, I miss doing streams, I totally do. It's not because I don't enjoy it. Um, In fact, I'm having... A great time dropping like I've been mentioning and, and, you know, doing the giveaways and and Dev Kill Medallions and so forth. I love doing this stuff. I totally miss streaming. I miss hanging out with you guys. But it's only because I have a family. I'm trying to have a little bit of a life, especially through the holidays. I know it's crazy. But, uh, you know, it's always on my mind. I want to stream more. I would love to stream more. And hopefully uh, in 2017 I can stream more.
0: And, of course, this just means you guys get to see this face. (laughs) <laughs> every single day instead yeah aren't exactly. you just super happy there about you go that, you know that's a consolation <laughs> prize <laughs> anyways guys this has been your local no guts no galaxy mechwarrior podcast signing off for tonight this is phil
1: and this is darren
0: until next time mech Warriors.